Big, big interview this morning on the Greg Brady Show in Toronto. Pierre Poliev on the line this after he made his big announcement, his big promise about Billy Bishop Airport. We're going to get to that in a moment, but also in the news regarding the Conservative Party leadership is that the the party wants a, another leadership debate, and Polyev says, I'm not interested, not doing it. And he talked to Greg Brady about why. My goal is to get the 311,958 people I signed up to join the Conservative Party to get out to vote. Having won the previous three debates, it's not my job to bring <laughs> defeated liberal premier Jean Charest an audience. He can't get an audience. He holds events. 10 or 11 people show up and he sees my events where we get five, 6,000. He's asking me to show up and give him an audience because nobody is interested in hearing from a scandal plague, tax and spend, defeated liberal premier. Uh, and uh, it's not my job to bring him an audience. Now, Pauliev yesterday uh, released a kind of a slick ad down there at Billy Bishop saying that if he were to be prime minister, well, let Pierre Pauliev tell you what he would do. As prime minister, I will direct my transport minister to remove the gatekeepers and open up the skies to competition. Allow this airport expansion to go ahead. We will contact the city of Toronto and the Port Authority to indicate that a Polyev government would be on side and approve a self-financed proposal to extend the runway that would be covered with the fees that are paid by the airlines so that taxpayers would not have to pick up the cost. This is one of these things where he just says, says the word gatekeepers and and then suppose we're supposed to believe that what he's going to be able to just kind of roll over other levels of government that would have a say in this. We're going to get to that in a second, but here's Pauliev again on Greg's show this morning uh, talking about why jets should be allowed at Billy Bishop. What we need is more competition. If we extended the runway at Billy Bishop by 300 meters, as Porter Airlines proposed about seven years ago, then you could land jets there. Now, they don't have to be jumbo jets. They can be whisper jets that are quiet, safe, and environmentally responsible, produced by Canadian corporation Bombardier. Let's talk more about this and get a reality check on it. Dr. Carl Moore is a professor at McGill University. Welcome to the program. Pleasure being here, Alan. So how realistic is this promise to be able to expand Billy Bishop Airport? Well, I think there's a, quite a few things that would get in the way of it. Primarily local political issues. People who live near the island, on the island, uh, and downtown, they've shown a lot of opposition to expanding to getting bigger planes, uh, expanding the runway that would probably be necessary for what used to be called the C-Series from Bombardier, now the A-Series from Airbus. So I think there's a lot of obstacles in the way on a practical level. Would the impact of a new strong mayor system change that? Would a strong mayor be able to push that through in a way that it wouldn't be able to perhaps under the former system? That may well be. Uh, that's somewhat of a complex political thing, but I, I sense that a strong mayor would be able to put his or her weight uh, behind it if they so chose. And that would, um, I think, help a fair bit on the political side. Talk to me about Pierre Polyev's ability to sort of, you know, grab issues that, you know, whether or not they're realistic or not, they seem to, you know, they grab headlines and, and they grab attention. Well, it may be him, but also probably good advisors as well. Because you, 
you need to be someone from Toronto to really, uh, and living there and being part of the scene for a number of years. I grew up in Toronto and I, I watch the aviation industry and flying to Toronto many times a year, including to Billy Bishop. So I know the issues, but you need someone who's on the ground to understand that this is something that would appeal to Torontonians and to some degree people from Montreal, Ottawa and elsewhere as we fly into Toronto. And it would appeal to them and as a, a hot button as opposed to an issue, they go like whatever and they yawn. So I think it's probably his own political judgment and probably more fundamentally good advisors who really know the city of Toronto. The promise that it would somehow alleviate pressure at Pearson, is that realistic? It would. I mean, it does now, because I fly in, but generally I come to Toronto, I want to be downtown Toronto for business. And Billy Bishop, the great thing is you're there, there's a free shuttle, and there used to be a sh very short ferry, the world's shortest ferry sort of thing, but you had to wait for it. Now you walk, it's a moving sidewalk. You get there, it's a free shuttle, you're at the Royal York, you're exactly, in my case, where I want to be is in the heart of the beast of the financial district of Toronto. And that's where a lot of business people want to come. So it's great from that viewpoint. Uh, Billy Bishop, generally, I've never had a problem with congestion or a, fl a flight leaving more than a few minutes late. So it is some real advantages over Pearson for those who want to come to downtown Toronto. Now, you might fly to Pearson in order to fly on to somewhere else, and a lot of Canadians do that. So it's a different sort of thing. And and they've got a train now from Pearson to Union Station, which is like 22 minutes. It's frequent, it's not expensive, and business its own tracks, it works. So it's something I think not a lot of travelers are aware of, but Pearson has improved there. But the issue right now with the long lines at Pearson, if as a Montrealer, I can avoid that, that is wonderful right now. I think it comes back to an issue of development in downtown cores does it not i mean we have uh we have a confrontation between residents and development and you can say well look it makes sense to be able to uh, you know upgrade the facilities there and allow more people to fly in but then that runs smack dab into a pretty big residential community and I, that's exactly what's run into into the past now, it's something where it's great, but yeah, a few of those people would be flyers, but it's more people from outside Toronto, people, business people, and that sort of thing that it would appeal to. Because if you live up in the North End, you probably just let me go to Pearson outside of the normal, you know, the uh, in normal times. But it does feel it's something where the planes are surprisingly quiet. I remember I was at the launch of the C-Series and uh, locals phone into Montreal Airport to say, when's it coming in? It had already landed. It was that quiet. So some of the new planes... Some of the residents are fighting with something from the past where new planes are very quiet and, you know, maybe three in the morning and you might hear it just because it's so quiet then. But I think there's somewhat dwelling in the past for the for today's jets. It's a different world now. Carl, I appreciate your time today. Please be well. My pleasure. Dr. Carl Moore he is a professor at McGill University talking about this promise from Pierre Poliev and how realistic it would be to ever get a longer runway. Remember that this was what was proposed by Porter and then the feds at the time under Justin Trudeau said no. Um, that was largely because of the opposition in many ways from local residents. And the reality is, is that there still is three levels of government that would have to be involved in all of that. So that's not an easy thing to make come true. Easy promise to make, not so easy to make it come true.